Aliens to Radio Dopatak. Because you were like, oh, what? I think she was nervous and she was like, uh, okay, here we daddy. go, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that gets into the conversation of our, the demographics of this town changing. They are old, they are white, and they are wealthy. And that's it. They are not having children. They don't have enough children. And the children that are here are not sending their kids to public school. <laughs> With all of my Welcome segments. Dope, 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 what was it? What did Miles say? Topatalk Radio. Topatalk Radio. Welcome to Radio. Uh, it's your host, Stephanie James and... Jordan Santa Maria. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, we are back. Um, Jordan we're and, back. Jordan and I re- uh, recorded an incredible episode. I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She gone. She's... I, mist in the air yeah um all my files got corrupt and we recorded some really great content for you guys and it's all gone so we're back it's all good and this won't be the last time you hear of jordan he's going to be a season regular i decided yay whether or not he's decided i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> i am ready i'm ready i'm ready okay so you're Gen Z. We talked about this on the last episode <laughs> but we're gonna go back in there because i just did a spongebob reference you did did you catch it? I 100%. Oh, okay. I was just like, is that the defining quality that's going to break us apart? No. That's not my... That's not 9-11. <laughs> oh, my that's God. That's the defining event. You that, guys. That's, that's okay. The other us. night, we were out celebrating Kyle Mariah's birthday, uh-huh. and we were talking about how... There's like this zillennial, zillen- the, the the tweeners, <laughs> the tweeners, uh-huh. the cuspers, the, the cus- edgers. That's right. Those who are edging each other <laughs> on either side of the generation. Um, we decided that there was a big, easy way to decide if you're a Gen Z or millennial, and it is if you can consciously remember nine eleven. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Which you cannot because you were one I years was old. One, I was. And barely eating solid foods <laughs> like did do you know from your parents if they bought into the whole y2k thing because like you were gonna be born <laughs> i was i was due amidst january 1st of 2000 <laughs> no you weren't i was and but so I you were two, for like weeks, two and half weeks late yeah wow way to make the people wait that's mm-hmm. drama so i was you well were done i was 165 due. degrees yeah <laughs> you it were due not a spot of pink <laughs> No. No. <laughs> you were due on the day, on uh-huh. New Year's Day. Well, the whole thing was, of course, so this is a pretty good characteristic of my mother. Um, I was due on January 1st. The big thing besides Y2K, so there's Y2K, of obviously, right, right there in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was also Disney World offering a lifetime admission to anyone born on, like, I think it was on midnight, like January 1st. Two thousand exactly. So your your mom was who cares about Y two K? So my mom, bless her heart, was like, obviously the apocalypse might happen. However, there's a deal to be got. There's a there's yes, a potential promo. I like that about her. And you know what? Now that I know that she's a theater kid, uh-huh. it checks. It all just it really ties tracks. Yeah, she wanted. I mean, can you imagine the news articles? Oh, baby born on Y two K wins. <laughs> wins what is it what world disney world disney world disney yeah. world lifetime ticket count me out yeah. of that one can you imagine manufacturing are, a disney are, adult are you are you that kind of guy no they are they are made not born but 
I'm not on that wavelength. There's this really cringy, embarrassing reel going around right now with this girl who covers her eyes, and she's like, "The first time I saw the Disney castle since before the pandemic," and she like drops to her knees and like starts crying. And I was just like, "Uh, yeah, it's it's a castle with literally nothing in it." What are you talking about? It's not Mecca. Mecca. What is there to drop on your? I honestly, though, I'm mean. Mm. If you like anything that much, I think it's embarrassing. Right. Like, like I'm just a bully. Yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Like, come on. We're just haters. Like, what is it? Justin Bieber. They're living in bliss. <laughs> we're haters. We're so conscious. They're they're experiencing pure joy, uh-huh. and I don't know what that's like. So therefore, I have to tear it down to make my my miserable little life feel a little bit better i'm here to <laughs> shit on all of everyone's happiness i'm here to yuck people's yums now that cody's gone i'm here to yuck people's <laughs> yums. Yucking all over people's he wouldn't yums. let me do that before <laughs> see the freedom look look at me fly yeah let me look enable me you go. let me enable your yuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so you're a you're you're just a gen z like you're not a zillennial yeah i have an older brother yes david, david. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Sorry. when we were recording yeah. the last two episodes, mm-hmm. I mean, I just kept on saying that sweet boy's name so many times, we made a drinking game yeah, for and it's, David. It's, conter- it's continuing? So that's two drinks now, sir. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say it again because I don't want to be rude. Anytime we say his name, he's got to take a drink. We're going to try to make it more authentic this time. The second recording, <laughs> we were sprinkling in a lot. A lot of David. Oh, okay, so <laughs> three there's <drinks>. three. <laughs> it's, it's been five mm-hmm. minutes. I think that's nice. Yeah. It's Ooh, come on. I've already taken three drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but be yeah, scared. When, well, he was born a little bit before me. He's like a zillennial. 97. Right, six, 96. 96. So he's a proper zillennial. I really like that term. Right? Yes. Rolls off the tongue, zillennial. As much as I think it's fun to talk about generational like differences and stuff, it's actually mine and Ace's biggest pet peeve. Is the um the gatekeeping? Yes, and like the shitting on yeah. the younger generations. I'll shit on the older generations all day. <laughs> Any day. Honestly, I do think making boomer jokes is a 10 out of 10 way to get me to laugh. Right. That's, well, they're <laughs> but, low-hanging fruit. I mean, come on. <laughs> but beyond that, and Gen X gets, like, gets off easy. Are people hating on Gen X? I, I'm hating on Gen X. <laughs> See, because you... You were I, you work Gen in the X... service industry. So do yeah. I. That might be worse. Because boomers, like at this point, boomers are pretty harmless. I mean, they're not harmless at all. They're pretty, they're pretty, you know. Well, they're so predictable that it's like not yeah. a, as upsetting. But with Gen X, it's like ooh. anything can go. Anything does go. Yeah. See, Asa would be here and just say like assholes are just assholes. Because there's assholes in every generation. That's true. Everyone sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you. We, we're haters. <laughs> we're out here yucking yum. Yes. I saw this stupid reel too the other day that was saying or no you know what i think my sister tagged me in something i was like when i was young i wasn't obsessed with being on my screen i was out searching for crawdads which we used to do go to the local Mm. stream put salami on a fishing line throw it out get crawdads wait sorry pause you call them crawdads we call them crawfish (laughs) crawfish crawdaddies crawfish okay what are they called wait what are they called so i've heard crawfish crawfish Def- and crawdads. I would never say crayfish. Right, but it's regional. I recently learned. I thought those were three different animals. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> See, crawdads make me feel like New Orleans. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. So, from what I remember, mm. and I could be butchering this, crayfish are midwestern 
That makes sense because it makes no sense. Crawdads are West Coast. Okay, so I am saying crawdad. Mm -hmm. And then crawfish. Crawdaddy. Crawfish are (laughs) South, in the South. Okay, crawdads. But but crawdaddy is a a subcategory of crawdads, which I think is just the horniest way to say that. They're like, it's it's a crawfish. It's like, no, 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 no. It's a crawdaddy. Hornier. Hornier. (laughs) More. (laughs) Give it more. It's actually a crawdaddy. Ew. (laughs) I'm not mad at that. Anyways. Okay. If Jordan, can I get really intimate real quick? Here we are. Has anybody ever called you daddy in bed? In bed? Like during the heat of the moment or on the couch or in the car, wherever you get it on. Can I be honest? <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. <laughs> I feel like I don't typically give off daddy energy. <laughs> However, here it comes. If and when it happened, which it has happened. Okay. Okay. So yes. <laughs> I was just, I was edging you there. Yeah, you did. You had me. <laughs> you are literally on the edge of your seat. You're like, wait, wait. <laughs> Even when it happened, it took me so surpri- by surprise, especially the first time. I I didn't it took know you what out to of do. It? it for a moment. So the second time, I was like, "Do it again." <laughs> ye to the fucking ha. Do so, it again. <laughs> so the first time, okay, how in earnest it is is important. If it's that's true, maybe that's why it took me out. Because you were like, "Oh, what?" I think she was nervous, and she was like, uh, "Okay, here we daddy." Go, daddy. <laughs> No. And I was like, that was... No, it needs to be a slip of the tongue where she's feeling really questionable Uh about... Like, that's when I think it's, like, hot or whatever, is when it's... She's taken surprise. Or Uh he he or she, whoever says it, is taken by surprise. It's gotta be in the moment. It's so... Yeah, it needs to be one of those things where you're sobering up after sex and you're like, holy shit, that came out of my mouth. <laughs> like, do you know what Post I mean? Post-daddy. Post-daddy, yeah. Clarity. <laughs> Clarity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so around Halloween, um, I decided that my Halloween costume that I would wear to work was going to be a priest's outfit. Yeah. Without sleeves. Sleeveless uh-huh. to show off your jacked muscles. Something. It was to do something. And it whatever it was, it worked. It worked. How many daddies did you get? Too many to count. Too many to count. It was men. It was women. It was... I was getting father. I was getting daddy. I Wait, was that's getting... great. <laughs> father. Father. That was a new one. I think I've watched <laughs> Fleabag too many times. <laughs> she was like, thanks, father. And I was like, oh, you're forgiven. Uh. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, daddy, what? Huh? What? Father? Huh? <laughs> In his name? Uh. <laughs> yeah, and also with you. <laughs> and to you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So, crawdads. Crawdads. So, my sister posted... So, whew, so, my sister posted this thing that was like... When I grew up, I wasn't obsessed with screens. I was obsessed with crawdads. No, bitch. <laughs> Mom and dad literally couldn't stand the sight of us anymore and said, if you don't get out of this house and go do something, I will murder you. So before there was an iPad child, there was a crawdad child? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like these like generational comparisons, you mm-hmm. know, where it's like, oh, the new generation is just obsessed with technology and they're not living the way that they should be living mm-hmm. and go whatever. Climb a tree. I'm like, well, first of all, we were obsessed with TV and... Our parents just couldn't stand us being around, mm-hmm. so they just sent us on our way. Also, it was just like so hard to be on the internet. It was so annoying. <laughs> it takes oh, a long time. You want to hear how annoying it is? I went to the Ojai Business Center the other day to print something out real quick. I said, hey, I'll be back in freaking three minutes. No big deal. 
I couldn't get to formatting on my phone right, so I had to sit down on their little Dell computer. <laughs> this shit took forever. I was literally fuming and I was laughing at myself thinking like, look how far we've come. Uh-huh. I was leaving and I asked him, I said, is that the slowest computer in the entire fucking world? No, and I was that was laughing. the top brass. And he's that like, was cream of the cream. he was like, really? And I was like, imagine how excited we were when that technology came out and we were like, that was their newest mo- That was the Ferrari of wow. their computers. <laughs> zoom in, zoom, zoom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've come a long way, but I don't like the generation bashing because it's just, it's, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's rude. It right? is what it is. I think it's just, who it cares? is human fear of who change. Who cares? Because you know what else? When these kids who are, have more screen time growing up, when they're older, they're going to be like, dude, do you guys remember Bubby Gumpies or whatever the fuck it is? Bubba Gumpies, that show or Coco Melon. These Co- kids don't even know about <laughs> Coco, Coco Melon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that shit's like crack cocaine. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit is like crack cocaine. It is. They've done studies. Mm-hmm. These kids are cracked out on Coco Melon. <laughs> and did you know that my nephew is cracked out on Coco Melon? And I looked up, there's this kid on there named JJ. Okay. John James Jingleheimer Smith is his name. It's a Christian name. John James. And that's my father's name. Jingleheimer Smith. And I stand by that. His name is John James, not the Jingleheimer Smith part. Well, of course. No, they lost that when they immigrated, right? (laughs) They had to at Ellis Island. Ellis Island. They were like, it's not going to be Jingleheimer Smith. We don't want to be discriminated against. Yes, exactly. Thank you for respecting my past. history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it Jingleheimer what else would it be? What did you... I don't know. Jingle... Heiner? Jingle Heimo? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> they would never. No. Right? <laughs> so, what else are we talking about? Dude, we had so many bits. Ugh. We had so many bits last up. That's what happens when you and I get together. Mm, it's kind of dangerous. Uh-huh. You and I do this match for match thing with each other. <laughs> Oh, you want to be ridiculous? I'm going to make a joke that's so terribly scary. <laughs> We're going to push it to the limit. We're going to look at each other and think, mm-hmm. it's fine. You We're have fine. to have someone in your life that you can test jokes out with. Right. We're workshopping with each other. We do workshop. It's called being a comedian. A comedian. And we do let each other know when it's not flying. But it almost <laughs> always flies. Right. I feel like I know. I know when it doesn't hit. And if it doesn't hit, it's funnier. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, a it's real all, I inappropriate mean, if, joke. If having two actor theater kids for parents taught me anything, it was that one must, yes, and. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. So you feel like you got your whole attention seeking th- tendencies <laughs> from your parents. From my parents. <laughs> See, I'm opposite. You the oh. neglect. <laughs> Like a phoenix, you were born from the ashes of neglect. Yes, I thought, how can I get attention from anyone? Hmm, get in trouble in class for making jokes. Uh. Do you remember when you got your first detention? Um, yes, I do. Let's hear it. Uh, it was. It wasn't. It was late. I was a late bloomer. What grade? Freshman year of high school. Okay. I was detentionless throughout middle school. Okay. Good for you. (sighs) Honestly, I feel like detention was for like five kids in middle school. What was detention like in middle school? I mean, like, what do you do with a 12 year old? I know. Seriously. After school. Like, they're already not able to do anything. They can't drive. 
They're just they're just going to Target. You're really kind of punishing the parent or the pickup system. Like I'm supposed to pick my kid up. If you want to get, I mean, that's a whole thing. You're about to become a teacher. Yeah, let's punish children. Oh yeah, these kids who are doing poorly in school behaviorally it's probably just an isolated thing that doesn't have anything to do (laughs) do with home home. (laughs) we should make it harder for them to transport themselves to and from school yes awesome perfect okay wait. make them miss their bus (laughs) make them ride home on a bike in the dark oh yeah it's like yeah they'll be here till seven (laughs) (laughs) okay so you got detention freshman year i got detention freshman year uh it was in my freshman science class it was the first time i feel like we had access to like a legitimate laboratory Oh right, yeah. Bunsen burners. They were they were rules. Goggles. You had to be safe. One had to be safe. One was not. One was not. <laughs> so um, it was lunchtime. Really cool. T- ah, her name was Tina. Tina that was her first name. Teacher. She, she did not. It was her. Yeah, she was my my teacher. Incredible. She did not appreciate me calling her Tina if I did. But now I get to because yes, I'm I'm, I'm a big. Were boy. you one yeah. of those kids that went back? After senior year with Starbucks <laughs> for Tina. The kid who shows up at the door. And were you? Like, What's up, Tina? And you, it's like, oh. You're giving that energy right now. I wasn't one of those kids. However, Tina and I, homies, right? Homies. She was cool. We were I also was Jordan, just, just like, speak into the microphone. Am I, am I here? <laughs> yeah, that's you right there. <laughs> I just want to. Okay, so Tina. Okay, yeah, Tina. <laughs> Tina and I are at lunch with other people <laughs> it's not an isolated incident uh we're at lunch in her room and we're doing oh god you're one of those we're doing uh homework okay i was we're rotating <laughs> <laughs> okay um don't play with the microphone i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> wanted to lick it like an ice cream <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. um so we're in her we're in tina's room and um it's lunchtime we're snacky we've eaten our lunches however there's a bag of marshmallows mm a bar of chocolate right oh and oh 10 to 20 wax paper dixie cups just lying around right you say there's fire in this space <laughs> you know where this is going um so the bunsen burners would have been honestly like the most con- like the most effective way to make s'mores in that moment s'mores in a cup however we decided s'mores in a cup, s'mores in a cup. <laughs> it's low carb. tm yeah. it's low carb <laughs> keto really in a way it's like an ancient grain uh the dixie cup yeah but uh the attempt was to create a tasty dessert that was both warm and nutritious um it was it was warm did it melt the cup we threw the cup a piece of chocolate and a marshmallow into the microwave in her room oh okay and we just kept it going Plus, you know the plus the express button yeah plus 30 seconds plus, plus 30 th- seconds well, now plus now you're not seconds. interested anymore in eating your <laughs> at this point you want destruction <laughs> our eyes had dilated yeah. until it was just pure black we were like yeah. great white sharks yeah um it catches it combusts as <laughs> as, as it does. would really all you were doing was an experiment yeah i want to say we were at like the one minute 47 seconds <laughs> oh no <laughs> and whatever she didn't catch on no well she was you know she was like they got it it's a microwave what's gonna happen oh so she co-signed no 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 no, no. she oh, just okay. didn't think we were capable of such destruction um we were there it is jesus uh, <laughs> christ dude <laughs> <laughs> and so we we set fire to her microwave smoke everywhere it's a lab so like they're fired the fire the fire alarm the fire sensors yeah it's way more hardcore yeah 
Because they're like, if there's a fire in the science lab... Something's wrong. <laughs> something's really wrong. really wrong. Something was wrong. It was yeah. with us more than anything else. Human failure. Uh, okay, but so yeah. this is like big trouble. You, did you feel like you were getting in big trouble? You, there's a moment, especially with a teacher that you are friends with, right? Or not friends with, but that you were like in good... No, oh, no, you think you're friends. With. You you're think young. you're friends. Yeah. And then yeah. stark, the stark realization that you are not friends... <laughs> yeah <laughs> happens and so yeah she she books us she books you <laughs> she sends us to the office that kind of sucks i then have to explain to the, assist, the assistant principal that like i had why why did I, what i did what i did but did Which you even know fire to a microwave just because i could yeah yeah it's just testing yeah. out fear of god that's what i remember she went full like disappointment she was not happy. Well, she should have been disappointed in herself. <laughs> yeah, I think she, Come maybe, on. maybe we were just being projected upon. I think she was just like the <laughs> only way I can save myself is to burn that burn these kids down. <laughs> so then, Which is what we were thinking. <laughs> right, right, right. So you didn't get to eat the treat and you got in trouble. Correct. Bummer. One day. I'll be back. I'll be back with Starbucks and the Oh my god. An updated recipe. And this outfit? <laughs> or like one similar? Maybe I'll like... Your father costume. <laughs> Dina. Hey. Hey. Was she hot? That's rude. Mm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going to move past that. Yeah. That was an inappropriate was a question. <laughs> you were. Yeah. Like literally. And kids definitely don't think 14. people are hot. <laughs> no. Incapable. I was in middle school for my first detention mm-hmm. and I was just chit chatting like too much. Kept chit chatting with this guy named Dylan Montez. Uh, Dylan. And... Uh, I think I got detention a couple times with him throughout my career. Nice. Middle kind school, a, to high school. We were a couple of jokesters. Situation. A couple of jokesters, you uh-huh. know. Um, and I remember having to tell my parents I was too good to hold a guilty conscience. You know, right. like I had to come clean all the time. So it was like I was my own worst enemy with that. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll always tattle on myself. <laughs> I'll own up anything. Anything. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like. I was being low-key obnoxious at a friend's birthday recently, and I immediately pulled them to the side. Like, it happened, and then three seconds later, I was like, hey, I'm really sorry about that. Um, I've written myself a verbal warning. <laughs> I just did that publicly in front of everyone, and you probably didn't appreciate that, and I don't appreciate it either, and I'm really sorry. And that ate a, that took, like, three days of anxiety. I, this is the moment in time where I wish we had a recorded video podcast so they could see you just swinging this Am microphone I? around. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. You're bringing it, I'm coming back for you, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your take on mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Mayo. Okay. Best ha- foods? Maybe this is a hot take. I'm pro mayonnaise. I'm pro mayonnaise. Oh my gosh. I think it is a hot take though. It is a hot take. I just don't. Hmm. Well, first of all, it icks people out. The texture, the color, the way it jiggles. Right. People don't like that. However. Guys, As soon as you wrong. add sriracha to it, it's a whole nother thing and people are cool with it. Oh, aiolis. <laughs> I, I hesitate to use the word because it's it's mayo and sriracha. Well, I think <laughs> mayo. mayo, the good people at mayo. Uh-huh thought it's kind of like the got milk commercials where everybody in milk was like let's just do one commercial for milk why would we individualize our brands the good people at mayo were like hey chefs add some garlic to this shit see what see what these people think it's got a fire right i mean it's kind of fucking amazing <laughs> it's nice i'm obsessed with aioli yeah i'm obsessed with mayonnaise it's yeah 
even people who don't think mayonnaise is good, I'll sneak some on their sandwich when I'm making it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the sandwich is so good. I'm like, Duh. yeah, obviously. <laughs> Duh. But they're not willing to ask for it themselves. No. Because of society. <laughs> I think it's media. I think, yeah, it's the optics. Okay, to be fair, Mayo's PR team has been garbage. Bad. Bad. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. You know, when I went, I did, guys, I'll, I'll own up. I did the whole 30. The whole 30. I did the whole 30, oh, four years ago now Oof. as a vegetarian. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, so cool. I can eat mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> that was your one thing. Cool. I can eat mayonnaise and potatoes. So oh. I don't know how I'll lose any weight on this whole experiment, <laughs> but let's go for it. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that rekindled my love for mayo. That would ruined used, mayo. <laughs> I used to say like I loved ranch, but I didn't like love mayonnaise, but I loved what mayonnaise made. Mm-hmm. And then I had it coming to Whole30 Jesus moment where I was just like, no, mayonnaise is really <laughs> Actually, good. me and mayo, we're cool as shit. Yeah. We're pretty tight. <laughs> we rolled deep. <laughs> yeah. And I did the whole 30 days. Ugh. I don't remember what I ate. Trauma tends to black out. <laughs> yeah. I blacked it out. The whole the thing. The hard parts. Of my my, I did it with a couple of meat eating friends and their lunches looked so good and I'm smelled sure, so yeah, good. Yeah, they were stoked. They were stoked. <laughs> um, not me. Mm-mm. Not this girl. You were just dunking raw to- potatoes into mayonnaise. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote meatballs on my notes. Hmm. And I'm not really. I think I had a bit about meatloaf. <laughs> And I wrote down meatballs. <laughs> so either or we can talk about or both. But Balls did loaf. you grow up eating meatloaf? That's such a white person food. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a poor white person food. At Is it that. a poor white person You food? just go buy the cheapest ground chuck uh-huh. possible. You stick it in a bread pan. <laughs> you just what you do is you make meatballs and you don't even have the self-respect to shape. To roll it into to a shape. Ball. And <laughs> I my sister just recently was saying that she's really scarred by meatloaf because we ate it so much growing up. Mm-hmm. And I have very fond memories about meatloaf. Is that Was that the go-to fuck it meal for whoever's cooking at the home? See, when I first met Asa, which is almost 12 years ago now, mm-hmm. I did not eat pasta. And I like rarely ate rice. You were just meatloaf because, and mayonnaise? No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> no, like personally. Carb-wise, yeah. No, no, no. Personally, because... Growing up, we had pasta like three times a week, you know? (laughs) You could make a giant pot of pasta sauce and pasta cost less than a dollar in the Mm -hmm. store at the time. Inflation, are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, And so I couldn't stand pasta Mm -hmm. anymore. So I didn't pasta from like age 18 to 21. Some people. (laughs) Sad years. What do they call it when Amish people? um, Rumspringer? Oh, Rumspringer. You had a Rumspringer from pasta. Yeah, it was brutal. uh, It's in there. What's the joke? Now I'll... Pasta spring... Nope, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Now I eat pasta once a week. But anywho, I think meatloaf with ketchup. Lovely. No? Have you had it? Yeah. It's amazing. Sometimes... But now I feel As like a treat. <laughs> oh, my my friend was saying that recession era foods are back because of the recession. Because of, you know, of the, the situation <laughs> that we're in because of the Democrats and I all like, of their spending issues. I like whatever. making it feel like it's like a, like a fad. Like right. the recession's in again. Well, I saw you the other day with tinned fish and I thought, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that goes The signs are That goes signs deeper. Are here. Deeper than recession, honey. That is Something that my dad used to eat all the time. I used to eat it all the time. It was, well... <laughs> my dad, it yeah. It was rice, sardines, 
eggs, ketchup. What else? Could that you was need? his breakfast. Um, but sardines and tin fish and all that that's not from like a chic cracker thing situation no. that was from like gi's coming no, to 100%. the philippines and yeah. being like this is what we have yeah and it's about like uh safe like, it's like stable shelf stable, stable. Yeah. it's shelf stable if it can baby. make it across the pacific it can make it across the recession so <laughs> Something we grew up eating that I thought was a normal appetizer, which I learned later in life, it's very much not, <laughs> is canned smoked oysters, cream cheese, and triscuits. Oh, what a treat. Dude, if you want to add in a little a red little onion, oyster spread. a little <laughs> capers, if you really want to get nuts. I feel like there's a sector of people that would hear that and would be like, delicious. And, and there's the- a sector of people... The anti-Maya party. <laughs> they're the same <laughs> the, people. The, the, yeah. The, they're the same people. They're the same people. <clears throat> because also cream cheese divides the, the masses <laughs> some people just don't like creamy white i'm stuff. not gonna crucify myself for cream cheese like like a certain other person did for milk however oh schmear schmear bagel hell yeah schmear is the aioli of cream cheese <laughs> jordan get fucking real is it, it is it is schmear is the rebrand don't get me wrong i'm i'm throwing cream cheese you know what happened things cream cheese saw the good people at cream cheese saw what was happening with aioli <laughs> and like, said abort mission guys we got to come up with the weirdest name ever mm-hmm. for something schmear it schmear <laughs> it hey well what do you do with it you smear it. You smear it. Where uh-huh. do you get your bagels out here? Bagels? Uh, mm-hmm. Probably either, if you can, Headwinds Bakery. Yes. Always lovely. Headwinds, and they do They're deliver. The th- they do deliver by bike. Cute. If you're in Ventura or if you're in Ojai, you can go to the Thursday Farmer's Market. Right. Is he still there? Three to I think seven. so, yeah. Hey, you guys look it up. We're giving you the name. Mm-hmm. But that started in the pandemic. What a cool idea. I remember seeing it on Instagram, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I baking my own bread? I'm horrible at it. Seriously. Let's <laughs> and then outsource. Was delivered by bike. Let's outsource. It was wonderful. Yeah. I did I did make my own bagels during the pandemic. How'd it go? If, mm, Seems like a pretty involved recipe. It was quite an ordeal. I thought they were good, but they could have been mm-hmm. better. But I did have a sourdough scoby starter, so they were like good because of that. Sourdough bagels. Nice. <clears throat> um if there was a pandemic bingo, which Cody and I did make, but for local businesses and then got in trouble for that too. So <laughs> what the fuck ever. Um, if there was a pandemic bingo, I would have hit like all of them. Did you try to learn a new language? Hell no, guys. First of all, <laughs> well, it's a lot of free space. <laughs> every time I, here's the hater. She's back. <laughs> she didn't go anywhere. Every time I see somebody posting online now that they like download a deal, Duolingo or whatever the fuck, I'm like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I've never seen a success story. <laughs> Not personally. Guys, I'm sure there's tons. They get their people money. People who learn languages. They get their money. How many people are learning languages? Do you personally know anyone? I know more people who have learned. What's the dodo bird one? <laughs> what one's that? It's like a little dodo bird. Is that Duolingo? Is that Duolingo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Anyways. think that's a dodo bird. I know they're really big on TikTok. Duolingo. Are they? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is coming from someone who's not even that TikTok-y. That active. Do you have the app downloaded in a login? I do. Yeah. 
because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired <laughs> of, of having to look logging the into oh. the app or like to go use the mobile version on my. I use the mobile no. version and it's bullshit. Yeah, I can't do it. You can't search. You can't do anything. No, but yeah, Duolingo has an incredible TikTok. I guess they're they have a giant bird costume. Yeah, so it is the dodo. And that bird thirsts over Duolipa consistently <laughs> on the app. <laughs> Whoa! So they it's, let a Gen Z person run their that social is media. Most definitely, a de- it's like I get they're like the poster child for Gen Z marketing. That's TikTok, genius. Social media. That's marketing. genius. It's insane. Yeah. Let them go. Let them fly. <laughs> get it? Because it's a bird. Um, TikTok is scary, and I love it, and I hate it. I deleted the app because I would simply because TikTok's much better than Instagram. Right. Much more entertaining, I should say. So I had TikTok for like a couple weeks and I spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours scrolling TikTok. That's why I can't be on it. It's so fucking great. How do you have an app and don't go on it? I don't know. I just kind of put it over there. Some people will look (laughs) at my phone and like, you have like six apps. And I'm like, yeah, otherwise... I'll go on it. I even have Instagram right now deleted from my home screen, but I'll have to do a swipe one more time and she's right <laughs> there. there. She is. She's isn't big because you use it so much still. Um, it's like optimized for your vision. <laughs> do you get those notifications each week that tell you how much screen time you've used? I do. <sighs> okay. Where are you at? Um, do you want to share numbers or is it too shameful? No, I don't think it's shameful. I want to know what your numbers are before so I say mine. On average, it's so weird. On average, it's 420, 423, four okay. hours and 23 to 27 minutes a day. I think that's respectable. I don't know. I'm not... At least an hour and a half each night, for sure. That makes sense. An hour each night. Because I just sit there. I feel like I'm on my phone a lot if I am... Honestly, like, if I'm trying to do stuff at work because, of, like, my email's on there. Yeah. Um, it does break it the down. The music that I'm playing is on. Yeah, I usually see what I, like Spotify is responsible for so much screen time. Well, then just turn your screen off. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at my phone right now. It's okay. just on, so, open on the table. <laughs> so this is a huge pet peeve of mine and Asa's. We always remove the auto lock. So like I can open my phone and it will stay open forever. Mm-hmm. Not in 30 seconds, no. not in a minute, not in five minutes. I can't stand that. I need it to and be on if it's on. And I can tell you do that as well. Yeah. So, that's cool. That's something we have in common. <laughs> yeah. Another... Well, I think you know. we got through the meatball conversation. I don't think we put enough emphasis on the fact that you are the first Gen Z Topa Talk guest. Yeah, number one. So, that's important to get back number to. Number Z. Have you been taking it easy lately? Have I been? Yeah. You know, I had a nice little birthday week. Dude. Freshly 23. That week, that whole week was a weekend for me, it felt like. <laughs> that whole week was a blur. Asa had to remind me we went out Friday. I'm going to have to start remembering that birthday week is what it is. I mean, so we start with birthday palooza. Yes. I love a palooza. It's to celebrate myself and Kyle Mariah. Mm-hmm. See, this is revisionist <laughs> history because in the first time Jordan described this, he had never... I was like, never... it was my birthday. I went to LA. It was fantastic. No he, one else was there. He had never mentioned it was Kyle's birthday and then all of a sudden I'm finding out it's Kyle's birthday <laughs> and I'm inviting myself to Kyle's birthday, <laughs> which I did do. It was lovely. But yeah, no. So birthday palooza in LA, two days, one night, took the train down. It was fantastic. We just like ate, drank, were merry um, around little Tokyo. And then we get back. We have like half a day. I'm here. Am I here? 
<laughs> Christ. We get back. We have like half a day. And then it's my actual birthday on Wednesday. Yes. Go to the bench warmer. Bench warmer. Play some pool. Have some beers. More relaxed, but still like continuing the bender. Mm-hmm. Thursday. Chill. Chill. Friday. <laughs> Recovery. Party. Friday. <laughs> no, Friday it's was Kyle nice. Kyle Mariah's birthday. Really relaxing, though. And fun. It was relaxing. It was fun. But it was like another social day. I know. And that's... You're now five days deep. Then you get Saturday. <clears throat> you get the Princess of Ventura. Saturday. The princesses. The princesses. Michaela and, and Bridget. Bridget. Yeah. It was their birthday. <laughs> it was their birthday. And it was so much fucking fun. It was we rode so much bikes. Fun. We got drunk. I did mushrooms. Went to the beach. I got high later. I literally, I was like, just, all the, the drugs, sampler. <laughs> all the things I was comfortable with happened. I said, let's do it today. Mm-hmm. I want them all. I want them all, baby. I was so fucking happy. Guys, microdosing mushrooms is the most fun. Truly. It is. It just lifts you up, you know? Oh. Yeah. I didn't drink very much because of it. So then like I wasn't hungover. It didn't feel weird the next oh, day. So nice. Oh, you guys. I'm and that with girl. that group, with those people. Oh, oh. So lovely. Lovely. But still more socialization. Sunday, right. did you just like. Uh, so Sunday I opened mm-hmm. <clears throat> at Topa and that was fine. It was like catch up again, rest, do your thing. And then Monday we had our Topa Topa staff party. Oh, and I totally bailed <laughs> you on bailed that. So hard. If I uh, were given the social and physical barrier of being in Ohio and the party yeah, is in Ventura, yeah. I would have taken full advantage yeah, of it just like you. Yeah. I even told you. I texted you at the beginning of the night. Yeah. Have to get you down to Ventura and also have to like hold myself accountable to something. Yeah. I said I'm gonna take it easy. <laughs> I know. I think if I showed up, you might have been able to take it easy or something. You left me hanging so hard out with the piranhas because you were going to help drive me around, which means I was like, "Cool, you're going to have to be responsible." (laughs) (laughs) No, Kelly and I were talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, Jordan's going to take it easy. I'm going to take it easy." And Kelly was like, "Jordan's taking it easy," and I'm like, "Well, if he changes his mind, it doesn't matter." (laughs) That's true because he lives in Ventura and it's easy. Well, and it was funny because I was fighting the entire time. I was like, "I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive Steph. Steph bails." I'm going to drive all of us from pregame to Fluid State. The city's not big enough. You guys don't really need that much. I got a ride. The next thing you know, I'm texting you at 3.30 in the morning. Yes. Just in quotations. I'm going to take, take it easy. easy. <laughs> awesome. Well, you've had a good week. Okay. 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 I want to plug in my segment with Blair Brainy, who is signing on for season five of Topa Topa to be my news correspondent. So on most episodes, you're going to hear her and I talk about some really specific shit going down in Ojai. I'm talking school boards. I'm talking city council. I'm talking hot goss. This episode, we talk a lot about what's been going on with the school board, with the superintendent. Everyone's been getting wild. So give it a listen. Blair is in the house. She will be reporting on local shit going on in Ojai. Just like nosy as shit. Just nosy. What the hell is going on? So much shit is going on. Real quick. As most of the goobers know, Blair grew up here, went away to college, came back, started raising her family, has three beautiful children and a husband, lives in Ojai. And is outrageously passionate about what's happening in this school board, in the city council, and everything going on in town. 
Well, I'm just like, I'm just like nosy. You're nosy. I'm nosy as shit. And things are happening. And it's kind of wild to see like how much is happening in this tiny little town. It's so fun that you put it that way because I'm extremely nosy too. So when you put it that way and I realize I could be getting mm, info or mm, goss or whatever, mm, I'm like, mm, my, I'm all fucking give ears. It. <laughs> give it to me. The tea. And it's like, I don't know what's going on right now. There's an energy where... It's constant drama, which makes for, I hate to say it, because it's not good, like, for actual function of, like, governmental agencies, like a school board, like a city council. But, I mean, we're talking Bravo Corner. I mean, oh, hi, Corner. Because the tea is piping hot in a small town, number one. We know this. As somebody who is ignorant, yeah. I'm going to play dumb with Please the rest do. of the listeners, okay? Yes. So what I've been Hopefully able to know. What I've been able to gather at least about the school board mm. and the school district yes. is that there's okay, I am like I said guys, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> this is what I think is going on. Tell there's me. been a mismanagement of the budget. Mm. And people re- and comma and mm. next now they really don't like the superintendent. Mm, yes. Well, those things are kind of connected because the superintendent basic this is my analogy I've been using, and it is like a little crass, but it's it's <laughs> That's why we have you here. It, well, I mean you could use any <laughs> term, but the I and of course not. She has gotten caught in hold she has got caught holding a shit bag. She it, she did not create the financial mess we are in. Okay. She did not create the enrollment crisis she we're in. She inherited it. She inherited a lot of shit. Like, we have never really been run super professionally as a school district. We are very small. We have small, we have regular people running things. Our previous superintendent happened to have a business background. So he was very good at like the numbers type of situation. But from my understanding, was still not using the correct ways to report that information to the county. So she's got this shit bag on her lap. And instead of throwing the shit bag away, putting it away where nobody has to deal with it, (laughs) cleaning the mess, she has smeared it on the walls. She has made it worse. The mess is now a much bigger mess to clean up than when it was a shit in a bag. It was contained (laughs) in a way and it landed on her lap and it is a fucking mess because not only did the pandemic hit and she had to deal with that, which is, I mean, no fault of hers to be fair. And what the hell is she supposed to do about that? And she had to navigate us through that, had to navigate us being inundated with a shit ton of money from the state. Actually, they were giving us money, which then we used to clean, hire janitors, pay overtime, all this stuff. But that money didn't last forever. It wasn't recurring money. So you could do it for that moment. And then it was gone. And then we're left with our real budget. We're left with enrollment numbers still at levels I can't even fucking believe. I literally at this meeting the other night, the super, the assistant superintendent said that there basically are 103 kindergartners in the next few years. 103 five-year-old children that will enter our school system. 103. I was stunned. Over the next five years? In the, ne- in the next, like, I think it was like in the next two years. That's what that's- the class is expected to be of kindergartners. I mean, this is not like, I mean, the numbers are out there. There's documents where you can find it, but it was 
so fucking low. Like that is so low. So and that gets into the conversation of our the demographics of this town changing. They are old, they are white, and they are wealthy. And that's it. They are not having children. They don't have enough children. And the children that are here are not sending their kids to public school. And that's the fucking storm we're in. So there's a there's the enrollment crisis because we get money from every kid's head. Yeah, per day, per seat. Per day. Yeah. That's the other thing that's interesting is our 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 attendance rate is like 95% in Ojai. You go to Santa Paula, 99%. That means 99% of kids are going to school every day. Every day. Where 95? Where where are the kids <laughs> why aren't they going to school? I don't know. Yeah. Sick can't get there. I don't know. We don't know. But we also don't know. But we know our number is super low. And then our number and our money is attached to that. If we don't go to school, they don't get money. And it's hard to say after a fucking pandemic. Yeah. You know, come to school anyway, even if you got the sniffles, like maybe like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. No, no like they're yeah. not going to spread that message either. And that's not a sustainable like thing. I mean, you can say, yes, we'd like to get our, you know, attendance percentage up to 99%. Sure. A goal. I don't know how you figure that one out. Like you need to find out why people aren't coming to school, I think is the first thing. All a bunch of things that have not been done. And that's the truth. Like, they have not been done. We don't know why people aren't sending their kids. We've never done a community survey of why people uh, don't send their kids to our school. Why don't they? Why, you know, kids, that families that leave our district, have? do we ever follow up? follow up and say, why'd you leave? But in any case, we are like in a situation. So our numbers are not correct. And this goes back a few years, either right when she got here or a little bit before the superintendent got here, where there was fraud in our business office. So there were people that were working in our school business office that were inflating timesheets, that were buying items from school district funds inappropriate, inappropriately, yeah. enough so much that they had to, with little oversight, they had to fire everybody or like put everybody on like pause. Okay, like housewives, they were on pause for <laughs> all of them at one time. Yeah. So then who was doing the work? Because the work still needed to, go, to get done. Right. So then nobody was doing the work or she was doing the work. So that happens. And then the numbers get even more fucked up because nobody can do the work of that thing. So they're yes. like cleaning up that mess. And then the, it's like a shit storm of shit that went down. So then that triggers the Ventura County Office of Education to come in and say, you guys have a mess. Like your report, your report that you sent to us or your budget is not accurate. We've looked at the numbers. It's not going to work. You're using these numbers. You should be using these numbers. You're looking at these projections. You should be using these projections. And a lot of people kind of sounding alarms and people and then more people paying attention and going, okay, well, wait, this is weird. You know, this is confusing. Why aren't we hitting these numbers? Why are the reports wrong? Why are the numbers wrong? And it's kind of this domino. It's like you. It's like comes from a long time where we're not using the the proper tools that we're supposed to be using for the financial system in the office. Number one. Number two. We didn't have people who were properly trained to do that work, doing that work. How would they know if it's right or wrong? I don't know how they know if they don't. You know, if they're right. not trained. Yeah. So then you have that. And none of those people ended up getting like rehired. It wasn't like they got investigated and they were found like, no, 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 they didn't do anything. And then they were like rehired. Like all those people are gone. Now. They're gone. They're gone now. And the district decided not to press charges against them for I don't know what reason. Interesting. Interesting. 
So they didn't press charges. That's a mess. And then we have to have a fi- financial crisis management team come in and look at our and look at that report that was so incorrect. That report has recently come back. And that's where everybody reads this report and is like, what the hell? Because the report is actually really clear and you can understand it in like layman's terms. It's yeah, not okay. like educational speak where you're yeah. like, if you go to some of these meetings, it's like acronyms and you have no idea what they're talking about. They're talking like lawyers and you can't. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, do you have a proper budget? No. Do you like literally it's like a list of 20 sections, 300 questions and they're yes or no or don't apply. And we get this report back. And this is kind of the more recent stuff where a bad or a high risk score is 40%. We come in at 67%. So fucking high. It's embarrassing. Whoa. And part of that. So like score, super high risk. Like or bad, off the just fucking bad. charts. <laughs> so bad. No. <laughs> Sad. Embarrassing. 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 Particularly because not only did that report come back at that time, at I want to say either a day before or at the same time, at least when they released the agenda for the meeting that we were going to have the next meeting, the, the information was together. So it was stressful because you're getting not only this FICMAT report, but you're getting this other letter from the Ventura County Office of Education saying, guess what? Your most recent budget, it's not right. It's also not right. It's bad. Your budget is still bad. <sighs> and... How? We we expected it, or at least the superintendent administration expected it to be good and oh, told so- the board members this would be, we believe in this budget. We believe that this budget is correct. You should vote to send this budget certified positive to the Ventura County Office of Education. The board said, you know what? We're a little stressed because the last time we sent a budget, they downgraded us. We want to send it qualified, which is not positive and not good, but it's not negative and bad like the last one. So we're going to send it like neutral. They get our budget back and they they give it back. No, babes, not neutral. Not neutral. Bad. Bad. <laughs> bad. Negative. No. Negative. Still bad. So so the administration's kind of tripping because they're like, we terrible. thought it was good. They were telling the, the board members that they thought it was positive. They basically did the work and they just did it so wrong again. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what the Ventura County Office of Education is saying. They're saying these numbers are not correct. They don't reflect accurate information. But that, that it's kind of like IRS stuff because it's like, wait, you know the truth. I'm like, just tell us the truth. Like, tell us what's going on then. If you're telling me it's wrong, how do you know it's wrong? Tell me what's going on. I don't know. Right. There's trans- an interaction there that I'm not really like familiar with. But in um, the Ventura County Star did a, a, did a report on it mm-hmm. and the superintendent, Dr. Morris, has a quote in there saying, the normal back and forth between the Ventura County, Office, Ventura County Office of Education and us did not happen. So so she was kind of caught surprised. So there is some back and forth that that I've heard that happens when you have a bad budget. They'll like ask you a question about it. They'll be like, what's going on with this item? What's going on with this item? Why is this wrong? And you give them information and then they either check it that it's right or wrong or whatever. That did not happen this last time. It was just like they gave them the budget. They didn't hear from anything. And then we got it back saying negative. So 
what the hell is going on with that relationship? Like, why aren't why if it's normal for there to be a back and forth? Why isn't there a back and forth? Our budget and our enrollment and our numbers are so bad and low. We have to look at ways to cut money. And one of the ways that we've thought to do is to reconfigure our school campuses. And that's budgetary. Like they're looking at that as a way to save money. The money that we're missing, not missing, but like the numbers aren't adding up because we have two, we're kind of top heavy on facilities. And, you know, thinking back to the property, Mm -hmm. that was one of the ways the school district thought that they would receive in passive income to support the budget over the next however many years. So we're a little pissed that we don't have money, but we're also not super stoked on leasing the property. However, that was a shit deal. It was like, such a bad deal. Such a shit deal. Yes. So that was badly negotiated. Bad. It was not a good deal. So then you have that choice of leadership. You have the issues with the budgets, not that just the numbers not working, people not being qualified in their jobs. And I know it's hard to find people that are qualified to do that type of work here in Ohio. It's a that small town. Come here. It's a small town. And our district is known countywide, our district, Ojai particularly, is the lowest paying school district in the entire county. So if you are an educational professional that may doesn't want live here, that is going to drive into town every day, well, if you're going to drive, why don't you drive to Ventura? Why don't you drive to Oxnard? Why don't you drive to Santa Barbara where they pay you way more money, which is what they do, which is why it's hard to find people that work to work here. So we have all these positions open. We're trying to find people to do the work. We find somebody and they're trying their best. I mean, they really are. I do believe that. Like these people are really trying their best. But at this point, like we are in like crisis, <laughs> crisis. And it's like... I just don't know what to say. I mean, it's like, so that idea of closing schools is the is the way that we get to this most recent board meeting of we and not only that, there's timelines. That's the far that's a piece I keep forgetting about. There's timelines. There's like literal timelines that the Ventura County Office of Education is giving us and saying we have to have this decided by March. Ah. It is fucking January. Ah. End of January. I mean, that's literally so crazy. We have to have that. They want to implement these massive changes by next fall. That gives us six months. I mean, this town does not move that fast. No. In terms of, I mean, we're going to have to because I mean, it's just like kind of the reality of the situation. But that's how crazy it is. It's like all of a sudden, but it's not all of a sudden because all of this has ha- been happening in the background. Like all of these missteps have been ha- happening and all of these mistakes to get us to this point because we could have been having this conversation during the development times about, okay, well, fine, maybe we don't want to do that, sell that property or, you know, lease it for that amount or to that peop- to those people. But we have a problem here. And I mean, they kind of did kind of say that. I mean, there there was something not it's to- hard, though, to get a message across when everyone's just screaming. No, well, you know. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. And and that's where you go. It's so important to be at those meetings where five years ago they were doing having the conversation about what should we do with this yeah. property and where should we try to find some revenue to make some money five years ago when nobody was paying attention and whatever. I mean, you can't do anything about it now. You right. can be involved now. Yeah. And try to find solutions going forward but that's kind of like the background and a like it gets us to where we are now where now the thing is 
that, you know, people are calling for her resignation or her firing at, at the superintendent and and also going, OK, how are we going to do these reconfigurations in a way that works for for all the kids that are still left here? I mean, because there still are kids here, half as many as when I was in school, but like they exist, you know, and we have to give them a good education. So that's well, yeah. where we are. It's that's just where a, we are. it's a problem compounded on itself, because like you said, no one wants to work here. You can't live and work here affordably. Uh, we have a terrible budget situation. It seems like a shit show. So who wants to put their kids back into these public school systems? But you have to create a good public school system, right? To get to, people to come. Mm-hmm, but okay. Mm-hmm. So real quick. Tell me. Uh, you've been asking and getting some cool information about people's opinions on doing six through senior year. So, well, one of the plans, so they, they presented at the most recent board meeting, like four options, which they had. So each principal had gotten their teachers together, pulled them, talked to them and said, what do you guys as educational professionals think about X, Y, and Z, these ideas, if we were to con- you know reconfigure and consolidate, what do you think? So each site did that. And then each site, principal and teacher had a meeting with the assistant superintendent, Cheryl Knox. So that meeting brought out four main ideas. They call them 1A, 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B. I don't know all the details of all of them, but what from that meeting, I could tell that the main, the the one that I feel like is the main one that, that, that the administration is leaning towards is having two K through sixes at in at two different sites in town and then a high school that has seven through 12. Right. And so because one of the concerns is if we don't move the middle school to the high school right now, we're just kicking the can down the road. In five years, we have to do it anyway because our enrollment numbers and projections are still so, so low. low. If you have 103 kindergartners, how many seniors are you are going to be in that class? 80? Maybe. <laughs> you know, it's like if they stay if all, you're lucky. nobody moves, <laughs> yeah. they all stay in the system. So that's a small group. That's a super small that's group. Tiny, tiny. Tiny. Teensy, teensy. How do you so, even like build a schedule for 70 seniors? Right. Well, that's the thing. And they're <laughs> so, so what they're saying is if if we we don't have to do this right this minute, which might be a thing where they say, well, we, we, we need to phase this reconfiguration, which I kind of personally, in my own opinion, I feel like there needs to be a little bit of a phasing here. But in any case, the idea is if we don't move the middle school to the high school, then we have to do it later anyway. So it's another disruption down the road. And then if we do it now, we will free up, not free up funds, but we will we will make kind of the drastic enough cut that we can also provide raises to teachers with Smart. some funds. So, okay. Which would help the problem of having people wanting to work up here and da 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 da. Right. I mean, let's be clear: the raises are going to be like they haven't had a raise in like six years. So whatever raise, are, they're not getting. They're not going to be. Their feeling raises it aren't going to. They're going to be like thanks, yeah, <laughs> thanks that you gave me the money you owed me. Yeah, like it's not going to be like major. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I I don't know all the numbers, like you know, the back of my hand or anything. But so that's what the idea is. But something's happening. I mean, the 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 board at the meeting has made it fairly clear that they are not interested in continuing to wait. And also, they kind of 
can't wait because the budget numbers have to be a certain because the thing with a public school with our district not with our district but with any is that you have to have reserves you have to have three percent of your budget stocked away in a savings account for just in case funds for Mm. just in case something goes down so that's where it's like we have the money but like we don't have our three percent we don't have our three percent we don't have our reserves so then like we close two schools then we get our reserves. We get our reserves. Great. But then that's still no money for teacher Extra. raises or anything fucking else. You guys, so we they all go, need reserves. They, okay, everybody does. We need to okay. save money, okay? Not only in the school district. <sighs> I'm talking to you, goobs. <laughs> get your savings right. Straight Virgo. Um, so <laughs> then they go, well, if we cut three, then we've got our reserves, our reserves there, and then we've got some wiggle room for paying the teacher services compensation which they have they're still these teachers are working without a fucking contract they have been working out without a contract for two or three years wow and they this teachers union is no longer interested in negotiating with dr morse who is a superintendent she has left the negotiating team they are not willing to negotiate with her because they have lost trust in her as a superintendent so that is part of the thing all of these like you know little not little messed ups they're big messed ups but they're messed ups and in everybody is kind of going these were problems we've let it go we've let it slide kind of and it's like we're actually just done here because we don't trust just that the information we're getting out of this administration is actually accurate and that's where that kind of piece is coming from for where everybody's like no she's got to go she's got to go like okay so this is a big deal right now and it seems like there's a huge time crunch so i'm sure the next time we talk we'll have yes. some follow-ups yeah next time we'll talk I'm, i know there's some juicy stuff going on the city council yes. that's going to continue to be going on so anything else juice. you think we should be keeping our eyes on no those no. two are those the are big, ones, two right big ones right those now those are the two i mean anything else in the city is like not nothing is nothing else is happening at this point true <laughs> you can't these are so massive you can't do anything else okay okay sounds good all right goobs pay attention <laughs> bye bye Okay, and we're back. Okay, you know, Jordan, one of the first things I noticed about you when I met you now three years ago. Is wow. that what we, two years, years ago? Two and a half. Okay. Two years soaking wet. <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> um, was that you, while I was born in 2000, were spitting Seinfeld quotes at me. <laughs> and so I wanted to talk about sitcoms with you for a minute because I would say a lot of people my age don't even have Seinfeld on their radar nor have like really watched it at all. Was that our parents' generation? It kind of was. Well, it was coming out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So like early in, 90s, yeah. late 80s. It was 80s. in pop culture when they were yes. needing an escape from us. And <laughs> it's like one of the most successful sitcoms uh, it is probably the most successful yeah. sitcom ever. Jerry Seinfeld is literally like the most rich actor on this earth. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Did you know he now he does stand up and he doesn't take payment? He only does stand up like pr- presentations and stuff at um, charity events that are fundraising. Amazing. That's where he does his shows. So I've watched like comedians and cars getting coffee. I've watched his like newer stand ups and stuff. I love the guy. He's like his comedy hasn't changed much, which is funny. So it's like it's kind of always been timeless. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but a lot of people our age or or your age don't do not watch that show, nor do they like care to. I have a feeling it's going to come back. It has <clears> to, right? <throat> things 
from that generation like, are coming back so hard. <laughs> I saw a New York Times article about kids using flip phones. Uh huh. I just I and it's on Netflix. And at yeah. some point, Seinfeld core is gonna be. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait. It's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be my time. Yeah, my time to shine. What are other sitcoms you like? Ooh, sitcoms that I like. I mean, Seinfeld's king. Yes. It's because my dad always watched it when we yeah. were growing up. And honestly, I'm convinced he's based a majority of his personality off of Kramer. Of Kramer. <laughs> That's all our dads did a Who little. Who would you want to be? Are you... Mm. Mm. I feel like a lot of people are like cross crossbreeds, hybrids. Right. Kind of a little Kramer, a little Elaine. Yes. With the... Yes. Uh-huh. With the fashion. A little bit of chaos. Yes. But also, you know... Knows your shit. Yeah. And a little Jerry. Mm-hmm. You're Maybe you got a little the Riz. George. <laughs> George. Jerry had Riz. He had Riz. Do, do we need to should we do a little what's Riz? I know. So <laughs> my friend Blair, who I just talked with, she is like plugged into TikTok and she's always giving me the new stuff. And she said when Cody left that I need to find somebody with the Riz to mm. come on the show. And I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, That's Charisma, right. the Riz. Right? The eye, did you see? So my eyes just lit up because I've been, <laughs> I've been using this word. I've been seeing this word. I have not learned the etymology, charisma until just now. Huh? Well, I know all the. Sl- I mean, I feel like it's if you got Riz, very you got up. game. Mm-hmm. You've got that X factor. You got the thing. You've got that something special. It's something born, not bred. That's true. Wait, it's is bred born? not the same thing as being born. <laughs> I- <laughs> It's born, not made. It's nature, not nurture. <laughs> it's definitely nature. <laughs> you either have it or you don't, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. You can't get the Riz later in life? Like, delayed Riz. <laughs> <laughs> onset Riz. On, early, late early onset Riz. <laughs> not chronic Imagine riz. having the Riz young in life and losing it, though. Oof. Well, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is tragic. Yeah. That is tragic. Couldn't that be me. does happen. Maybe I developed the Riz. I think you developed the Riz. I didn't always have the Riz. That's what I was You saying. know what? I was getting in trouble in school for talking so much because I was trying to have the Riz so hard, mm. forcing the Riz. You were trying to make the Riz. I have the Riz now. I'd rather have it now. Is the Riz just a product of trauma? <laughs> <laughs> it's self grooming to please other people. Like you just, you know, positive uh, reinforcement over uh, time. Then I'm like, this is what people like. I'm going to keep giving it to them. Suddenly, I'm like, I'm what people like. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> the real Riz was the friends we made along the way. Oh, Aww, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. So, did you ever watch New Girl? I did watch. Okay. New Girl's a great sitcom. Great. What about... Okay. New Girl feels very much like a lot of my friends watched it. A lot of my friends are so polar opposites on this, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, okay. I... I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I feel like it's you one of my favorite to, shows. You really have to watch it knowing exactly what part of history it was in. Well, and, but like it's also so here we go. <laughs> the best way that you can watch the show without feeling too cringe and mm-hmm. like weird is that they are their whole like show's mantra is to show what the absolute worst people right. in the world would do from situation to situation. Right. It's so, not like a thing that it's not like a champion of these characteristics no. in any it's like 100% satirizing it. It's it's 100% just being like what would the absolute biggest piece of shit on the planet respond to this situation? And they scream and they yell. I remember mm-hmm. See, this is the issue I think happens to a lot of people when they get in relationships when they're really young is that my whole 
personality has been shaped by Asa. <laughs> and some vice versa for sure. But we get in our, I get mad at him sometimes because I'm like, what have you taken from me? I Everything <laughs> that he likes, I like. And vice versa. No. No. <laughs> That's my problem. What does he like that you don't like? Sorry. He yes. listens yeah, to yeah. like straight guys on podcasts. I don't do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't fucking do that shit. There's no way. There's no way. He listens to straight guys talking about football on podcasts. Oh. He says they. Analysts. I like when they call no, them analysts. No, he says that they're just like shitheads and they like goof around and they make dumb jokes. And I'm like, sure. Guys being dudes. To be fair, I do listen to the It's Always Sunny podcast. So I guess I do listen to straight guys. That is but straight guys. It's literally straight guys. Um, But. He likes New Girl enough. I got him on Parks and Rec. There's some stuff. Should Did we you do, do a good old fashioned F. Mary Kill? Yes. Science yes, uh, yes, sitcom yes, edition. Yes, yes. All right, all right, right. So F. Mary Kill. Don't pick all my favorites. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. New Girl. Yeah. And then Seinfeld, New Girl friends friends oh, okay i'm killing friends me too guys i know there's people listening right now <laughs> they're screaming. screaming they're screaming they're throwing friends, their phone into friends the is their seinfeld and i get that but they're wrong but <laughs> they're i get so it wrong. i get it though because i've rewatched friends with an open eye saying you know what it probably is really fucking funny it's okay it's, it's good it's it's comfort it's you easy. get into it because you're like you get into the characters right. and the development and stuff but guys it's no Seinfeld. Between those three, you're killing friends every time. Every single time. I'm marrying <laughs> Seinfeld only because I have fallen asleep to Seinfeld. I don't know how many times. Seinfeld's a life partner. That's a life partner. And I'm fucking New Girl. Uh, so fun. Oh, yeah. Who would you fuck on New Girl, though? Oof. I'm going Schmidt just be- for the... For the experience. Because he has Riz. Schmidt has Riz. Schmidt has Riz. He's my favorite character every time. But then I'm like, Winston is actually hilarious. Oh, he gets really weird later. For me, that's a hot take. You hate I Winston. I cannot stand so Winston. I used to. Oh, how many times do you think you've watched New Girl through and through? Probably three times, okay. solidly. With like comfort watches in between. <laughs> so I would get around your fourth or fifth watch. You're mm-hmm. going to start understanding Winston. <laughs> that's, that's not understanding. That's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> So you'll get Stockholm's around season four or five, and he actually is low key hilarious. I, can't I didn't do like it. him at first. I didn't. You know who I think is lame and overrated? Cece. Oh yeah, she's kind of basic. She's she is basic, but I think that's her character type. We all need a supporting actor. So who are you fucking? <sighs> okay, I'm. Everyone's fucking... saying Nick at home. Everyone is saying Nick. At Everyone's home. saying Nick. I think Nick and I are. Our Too energies similar? would not <laughs> be complimentary enough. Yeah. Schmidt for sure. You have like a you have a Zoe thing going on for you I though. Definitely, ha- but like, you know, the male version. Not- <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I thought that was going. Um, I didn't know what to say. I was just filling w- the gaps without without like leaning into the manic pixie dream girl thing. For but, sure, Zoe. but you're doing the like Ventura hipster manic boy thing. So it's this same, what I'm same, wearing right now. Okay, I'm same, gonna same, tell them different. what I'm wearing. <laughs> it's white Reebok. This isn't even your most Ventura outfit. No, this is like a new thing we're trying out, and I'm calling it Home Improvement Core. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is white What's sneakers. What's his name? Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's white sneakers. Yeah. So this is my fit. A cuffed jean. A cuffed, oh, at like washed. White washed. Washed. I'm super glad washed you said washed because that's important. It's incredibly washed. A brewery tea. Shock. Okay, that's just because I have no other clothes besides Topoware. I had to stop buying them. <laughs> I don't buy them anywhere. They just show up. Lucky you. They're just around. Like and this new jacket you got today. I got a new jacket at the Ventura Swap Meet. What's it's, that? Oof. It says Ventura. It says what does it say? Ford, Ford Motorsports. Motor and then inside, there's a. Pl- you can't see it. There's right. a there's a globe, and it says a world of racing. A world. So see, Ford went wild with this jacket. This is they a cool said, jacket. They said red and green. Not at Christmas. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. Then they said, let's do navy. Red, green, and navy. What is that? It's a windbreaker. It's a bomber. It's everything in between. I was going to say. pockets for days. The inside pocket. Okay, so women's jackets aren't built the same as men's jackets. Men get so many more pockets. We already know that. Right. We already know that. But why doesn't, why don't women get a little sneaky? Well, this one has it because it's a ski jacket, but, a and I think sneaky, it's a men's. Uh, like, a, I want a little flask. Uh, I want a little knife spot. I want it. I want my tools. <laughs> Snacks, uh, snacks. Ugh, a little pot, little sh- jacket. Dorito. Where I would, where I'd put my weed. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love the motion too of reaching into my front pocket. Or it's truly a power move. The flap. It's a power move. <laughs> so back to sitcoms only because this is a passion of mine. Before I started reading, mm-hmm. I only watched TV, <laughs> and I thought people who didn't watch TV were disgusting. So now <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to my roots. Um, Parks and Rex, yes or no? Yes, hard yes. Okay. Um, Arrested Development. Hard yes. Thank God. Okay. Hard yes. For a second, I was like, if he doesn't know Arrested Development, good because he gets to discover it for the first time. But oh, no. bad because me and Arrested Development go way back. Who are your favorite characters on Arrested Development? <sighs> you guys really need to watch Arrested Development. I think for it's George uh, Michael. Yes, has to be. Okay. For me, that's you that's find for him me. relatable. I don't find him relatable. I think I find him. You think he's hilarious, endearing. Okay. And you know he's just what's his little name? Boy, <laughs> what, Sarah, Michael, Sarah, Michael, Sarah. Yeah, that's Michael his real Sarah. name. Yeah, mm-hmm. as an actor who like you know just America's. Why can't I? Oh, Bateman, sweetheart. Jason, <laughs> Jason Bateman, Bateman is America's sweetheart as well, though. It's true. I'm obsessed with him. I don't know how he did it. He was a child actor. That's right. So he has been working since he was Forever. like six. And what was the show he was in? Oh my god Not Little House on the Prairie But some shit like that It was Hell, Little House on the Prairie Was it? It literally was, it was Little House on the Prairie So I Asa and I Really deep dived On their fucking podcast Called Smart something Smartless Smartless And It just solidified How obsessed I am With Jason Bateman I'm obsessed with him Horrible Bosses Don't get me wrong That's a great movie I love that movie It's a great movie It's like a weird poll But you I love that the movie Switch? It was him and Jennifer yes, Aniston. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if it holds up anymore, but it held up then. Held up. What's his name? Will Arnett. Will Arnett. With the voice. He talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Lucille Bluth. Lucille Bluth. Incredible. Uh, rest in peace. She did die, didn't she? Yeah, like this year. Bummer. Anyang. 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 So you did, you went like, you did the mm. whole Arrested Development. So I actually haven't fully caught up on the, the like reboot. The reboot's awkward, but it's like you watch it because it's like your yeah. friends, you know? I'm okay. just tying up the loose What ends. other sitcoms exist? The Office, obviously. Well. Yeah. But it's, that's a dead horse. <laughs> I've just watched, I think I just did my like 13th pass through <laughs> recently. Um, 
It's like an advent calendar for me. I always watch it near the holidays. Yeah. And did you grow up watching The Simpsons? Have you watched The Simpsons? Yeah, so that was a that was a late onset thing for me. Yeah. Um, very late for me. My let, parents hated it, so we never say, watched it. It wasn't because it wasn't happening, but it was because right. my parents were like, We're not watching that garbage. No. But it's so good. And the thing is, it was when I'm watching it, especially the early seasons, like one through five, I'm thinking my dad would have laughed at every one of these fucking jokes. It's literally... But do you know, they were on the Fox channel and Fox News was simultaneously <laughs> ripping them to shreds because they because The Simpsons rips Fox News to shreds in the show. All day. And they could do it because they made so much money for the network. Yeah, they couldn't do anything about and it. And guess what news my parents watch? Fox News. Fox News. <laughs> so therefore, we were not watching that. My dad Mm-mm. would... Lit- if it came on, my dad would literally get mad and like change the channel and be like, this fucking bullshit garbage and we're never fucking watching this in my motherfucking house. Uh, it's just talks. some of the most perfect humor. It's funny because your parents were probably watching SNL, which is the same writers. See, I don't think they were. <laughs> they weren't. I don't think they were. Mine were. Mine watched a lot of SNL because there was something about the theater kids yeah they love the showmanship it was live it was funny it was will ferrell <laughs> they might see my dad is like will ferrell is an idiot i'm like you're just wrong but it's okay dad i love you <laughs> which is funny because my dad is really funny like he makes people laugh all the time like he's got zingers mm-hmm. he's really funny so i'm like you don't like funny people you it's know wild. what you know what we watched growing up the comedians what was that guy who's like if you oh my god there's so many of these like redneck comedians oh, oh larry the cable guy larry the cable Stop. guy that guy who did the puppets <gasps> jeff dunham jeff wait, dunham. wait hold on oh my gosh i was recently just scrolling through my youtube yeah and for some reason i don't know if like he just came up with other stand-up comedians or something but he comes up on my recommended and i watch you know when it plays without clicking on the yeah. youtube video it plays about 15 seconds of this guy's set who by the way this is a new set i guess yeah. he's released her special in the last two yeah. years it's some of the grimmest stuff i've ever seen 15 not, seconds not grim in like a dark humor way i would no. have loved that it is the most passe like gen x horrible horrible humor i've ever seen in my life and and then i went back and i watched his other stuff just like all the ists and the like he's just like, like he has a new character called like marty the millennial or something of course all See, this does, is what i'm talking dude, about it's so bad all it does is like text 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 and he's like the joke is that the the millennial is just texting. texting i was like oh, okay he's cutting it. he's just on the razor edge jeff <laughs> jeff not jeff bridges because that's the dude right yeah the no, dude there's another a comedian that was like <laughs> If if you got two shoes with cowboy boots on, you must be a redneck. A redneck. That's like there Larry was like, the cable guy, right? Is or is that it the Larry other guy? the cable guy? You might There's, be a redneck. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. There's another guy who would always drink whiskey and was like known for being a giant drunk, and he was like really oh, old yeah. and white, and he always smoked a cigar, and he had like a terrible like just the golden age voice. of <laughs> yes, straight white men yes. on, on microphones. Honestly, okay. So <laughs> growing up in the '90s was the golden age of like straight white guys just saying whatever the fuck they wanted. Is it still yeah. happening? Maybe it's not the golden age. It was the golden age for. Golden age is not the right term. It was the dark ages. <laughs> <it> was <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, Jordan, how many spoons do you think you have in your house? Like in your drawer, in your spoon oh, I have drawer. Such a I probably have a higher than average. Okay, we're pausing. What's above average. We're pausing because wait. I counted how many spoons I own today and I thought it was outrageous. We all, all oh, wait, all of you're not spot you're not talking on the microphone. Are we pausing now? 
Should are you going to count your spoons? I'm not going to buzz. <laughs> I'm not going to count my spoons. You're not counting reason, your spoons. I'm not counting my spoons. Why? But are they all dirty? They're all dirty. You can count them dirty. <laughs> I don't wanna. <sighs> That's depressing. Okay, so do you think you have more or less than ten spoons? I have so many more than than ten spoons. I had. 15 spoons oh that's light work you think so i do okay here's the thing i the Fil- the filipinos don't make this about race <laughs> i'm about to jesus christ uh filipinos eat with a spoon and a fork for every meal you still do that i still do by habit oh like, see I i'll eat with a fork like out in public <laughs> right, right. Especially because um, i need a spoon it's just like a fork and a knife presented to me i've learned yes. i've assimilated yes but the way you do it in the Philippines and the way my parents taught me how to eat was with a spoon and you use the fork to push everything yeah. onto the spoon and then you you just shovel it in. You know what I do? I use my hands in a fork and I eat like a <laughs> fucking monster. I have no Your manners. Hand is the spoon. I have, that's what I'm saying. I have no manners. I never have had mm-hmm. table etiquette. I never will have table etiquette. And it is awkward and embarrassing sometimes. And my family still makes fun of me, but I'm like, you guys made me. Like, yeah. I don't even know what to say here. Nurture, baby. I have not eaten meat in 12 years, mm-hmm. right? S- sure, I eat fish and stuff, but like, I have not had a reason to cut with a knife at a at a dinner. You're not eating portobello steak? Sometimes, though, it comes up where like, I need to use a knife and I'm just praying that, that no you? one's watching me. How do you hold? It's not good. Yeah. I don't know how to use it anymore. You know, I was like, You're just poking at it. I literally serrating just like, it and then you tear uh, it with your teeth. Uh, my sister and I used to have my dad cut our pancakes. Like I'm not that I'm not good with utensils. When you cut your pancakes, squares, slices. <clears throat> well, first of all, to get to a square, you got to make slices. Well, well, like pie slices. Oh my god, freak. <laughs> squares. Squares. I'm a pie You're cutting slice. into it like like a full pie, <laughs> like like I'm I'm doing radi 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 of it. You're I'm, going it's from like center a, to end, and you're like, I want everything. It's a triangle. Yeah. That makes sense though, because the the triangle, the point of the triangle is gonna be the best part. Mm-hmm. More butter, more syrup. Yeah, it's just center out. How do you get it in your mouth? <laughs> you cut it from there. You do a pie. Then yeah, maybe you cut I'll, some more. maybe I'll cut it from there. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'm not hitting the center. <laughs> oh, that's a that's uh-huh. a good question. And then I just end up with a core in the middle. Dude, that might be the right <laughs> no, way though. No, because you never finish a plate of pancakes, do Mm-mm. you? No, it's too do much. You? It'll, you know, I get stuck in your do throat. You? Do you? No, I'm not trying to make quick quick cement in my stomach. I know. You know who people who eat real breakfast? How do you move on with the day? <laughs> How do you move on? Wait. That being said, I happen to live. A block away oh. from Danny's Deli. From Danny's. Do you walk Danny's there? Danny's Deli. I walk there mm. with my brother, often David. I wish it was uh, <laughs> more, David. I wish it was morning time right now so we could go there. Uh, they do breakfast for dinner. They're open till eight. Maybe we're going there. Are we going to Danny's for Dude, dinner? they have everything. <laughs> they everything. literally have everything. The last time I was there, I was like thinking about their fridge space and their <laughs> freezer, what they got. They have everything. That prep work is legit. They have like lamb tongue. I was they've like, okay. Meat, they've got meatloaf. Well, it's a very like, it's a Jewish-owned deli. Who's eating meatloaf tonight? <laughs> We're eating meatloaf tonight. But it's a Jewish-owned deli. So they have matzo ball soup. They have latkes. They also have grand slams. They also have a barbecue chicken salad. Mm-hmm. But you know I've been going mean? there. They're, they're, you know, it's accessible. It's a good hangover. It's a safe place. It's a safe place. <laughs> you know what else is a safe place? Cody's Bravo Universe. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's let the experts do it. Cody's Bravo Universe Corner. 
back, back, back again. It's again, me, again. your boy. <laughs> Cody's back. Stuff I'm loving this season so far. Oh, thank you. I'm loving it so far. You're loving all the deleted, missed episodes that you don't get to hear. <laughs> I can't believe that happened, but I did like the first episode, and I'm sure the episode that this is on is going to be great, too. It's but fine. Listen, I'm here for a reason. Okay. I don't have much time. No, you don't. Yeah, so bayou ba da ba. I got to get into it, you know? Um Kind of old, because I did record this already, but it is important <laughs> that we touch upon the fact that Jen Shaw has been sentenced to six and a half years in federal prison for her fraudulent activities. Um, I still, I joke about it, but I'm also serious. I need to write to President Joe Biden and ask to pardon her, because I think that she is necessary and vital for my mental health to be on my She's TV. She's doing a service. With her in prison... I think they need to go ahead and cancel Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I am not invested in anybody else on that show. They are completely boring. The landscape of Salt Lake City is completely boring to me. If we want a snow city, Bravo, take it to Aspen. Take it to, I mean, Aspen would be great. Why don't we just take it there, you know? Money, too. Money, money, money. Money, yeah. Just take it to Aspen. Why don't you move Kyle Richards, who has a home in Aspen, to the Real Housewives of Aspen, build a show around her, and start fresh with Beverly Hills, because that's a fucking clusterfuck. Speaking of which, Lisa Rinna has quit slash got fired of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, It'll be interesting to see. She was kind of like a plot developer, story pusher, so it'll be interesting to see what it is without her. What happened there? Well, everybody got mad at her because... Um, she was saying that Kathy Hilton had this freak out, but there was, um, she had no proof and she just, you know, she's a villain, but isn't that what we need? We need villains. Yes. You know, I think that they should have Nicolette Sheridan replace Lisa Rinna as a housewife because Nicolette Sheridan played Edie Britt on Desperate Housewives, which is what Real Housewives was based after. Nicolette Sheridan is also ex-girlfriends with Denise Richards' husband's. She was dating Denise Richards' husband, who's a real housewife. She also was dating Lisa Rinna's ex. They have a mutual ex. She also has a mutual ex with Yolanda. So she's exes with a lot of these housewives. I think she would add a lot of fun to it. They announced the next cast for Ultimate Girls Trip, which sounds amazing. And I'm very excited. And my predictions are that Brandy Glanville is going to come after Gretchen Rossi for sport. For no reason at all other than she's an easy victim and Brandy likes to sink her teeth into easy victims. And I think that'll be delightful to watch. Camille, who um, is extremely MAGA and said that she relates a lot to um, Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) She and Eva, um, who is very woke, very, very stoner, chic, they're going to get into a fight, I'm sure. Caroline Manzo and Vicky Gumbelson are going to get into it as two matriarchs. And I think that Phaedra and Alex are going to be very neutral. Phaedra is always delightful to have on TV. I heard a rumor she's going to be on Married to Medicine because she's now dating a doctor. Ooh. And because Candy Burris would never have her back on Real Housewives of Atlanta and know that. I'm not going to get into the cities. Um, Salt Lake City is an absolute bore. I am not even looking forward to the reunions. What do I care? I'm loving Miami top tier gold. Um, Dr. Nicole has solidified herself as an iconic housewife because she did the most petty thing by sending Larsa Pippen a 
disinvitation, a physical disinvitation to her party that was a mirror and told her to take a long, hard look at herself in it. And I thought Incredible. that was so petty. And that's exactly what I look for. And I think that they need to promote Kiki as a full time Real Housewife from Miami because Kiki is everything. Kiki's the moment. And I adore her. Wait. You had one other update about MTV. Oh, MTV has has stuck their toe into the waters of the housewives world by creating the real friends of WeHo, and it's a gay version of Real Housewives, or it's all these gay men. I have not watched it. I have no interest in gay people. I don't like <laughs> gay people. I like unhinged Cody. middle-aged women. I don't want to watch gay people. I think that they're boring. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I have no desire to watch it. And from what I heard, it's absolutely tanking. And the gays are upset because they, they shortened RuPaul's Drag Race episodes in order to accommodate this. Just do what's working. RuPaul's Drag Race. Everybody loves watching these drag queens. I mean, I'm not into Drag Race anymore because it's the same shit, different spoon. Like, you know, it's just like, it's the same shit every single week. So I just recently had Miles on an episode you guys will never hear. However, (laughs) he was telling me that him and his mom, I was like, what are you doing tomorrow night? Just asking what his like Friday night plans were. And he was like, oh, I'm busy. I'm like, what are you up to? And he's like, me and my mom are rewatching season four of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, they do that that's fun he was telling me that their favorite drag performer or something uh-huh. is on that and it was just the cutest yeah i, I mean the earlier that. seasons are are fantastic of drag race but as i just like as recent the recent ones i feel like we're just getting the same go support a local drag queen go to a drag show why are we watching these like same old same old enough with the gays <laughs> okay that's cody for you enough with the gays uh, over and out love ya bye guys okay thank you cody <clears throat> so glad to have cody on and to be able to record that with him is so fun what a guy i can't wait to hear it do you fuck around with pop culture yeah i fuck around with pop culture <laughs> what's like That's your reality general... do you watch any like reality uh, tv not at the moment have you yes what have you been your i mean well so like growing up obviously super into mtv and everything that they produced yeah that was just like did you no you couldn't have have you rewatched jersey shore no okay is that no you're... i feel like that's not something i want to do well, it was a time and place, baby. <laughs> that, that's it what was I'm saying. It's like and place. It's like the Queen's funeral. You, you, you're everyone's watching it when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna but say who. But if I, you missed it, I know a few people. If you missed it, you missed. You're it. not gonna go back and watch it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so did you do True Life? True Life. Um, True I was, Life was incredible. I was like for sure like the <laughs> the golden era of uh, like my teen pregnancy. Oh, Sweet Sixteen was huge. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like freshman year of college for me. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, I was obsessed. Okay, did you did you ever watch Next? Yes. Oh my gosh, the intros on Next. I still, I just Google them because they are some of the most outrageous and fantastic things I've ever read in my life. You know, when you're growing up and you have what you would call family friends, Mm -hmm. these are like truly your best friends growing up and they're truly like your cousins. (laughs) Like they're around all All the time. time. (laughs) Like your family friends are basically your parents are going to their house to get drunk again and you Mm got to go, you know? Perfect. 
So I grew up with this guy named Brandon, and he went on next. He was on next. Me and my sister lost our shit. Oh my! He was like late seasons next, though. So not in the golden era, but still. Mm. And what was? His, do you remember his his facts? No. Okay. If 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 we paused it, I okay, could find it because about, his wife just <laughs> reposted it. I was about to say the thing about googling Brandon on next is that every other guy on that show is named Brandon. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> However, his wife. He now has two kids. Congratulations. Aww. Found his like next thing recently. Where'd they meet? <laughs> and I was dying. I know, right? No, she wasn't on next. But um, anyways, that was like a little small town moment where I was just like, hey, I know the guy on next. <laughs> Which usually isn't something you want to uh, announce because the guys on next were pretty terrible. <laughs> pretty horrible people. Pretty horrible. <laughs> um, any other reality TV? At the moment, no. I heard about one. What was it? It's a it's a it's a romance show. Basically, they have a matchmaker, matchmake, <laughs> but they like pair them all off, and they don't know who they're supposed to be matched with. Um, but they end up going on dates and like hanging out and stuff. And at the end of the week, they have to figure out who their match is actually supposed to be. Uh huh. They get to the end of the week. If they don't get any matches right, so if there's fifteen or there's twenty people and they don't get two, they don't get two people right on the matches. The reward money at the end of the game show or the the, the show is split in half. Oh, and so every time they get it wrong, they're losing it's money. Split in half. No, and so they'll be at the end of the show. Zero dollars. There's like, there's like twenty of them splitting two thousand dollars. Wow. But yeah, I guess they recently released um, a new season, and everyone on the show is either bi or pan or like not heterosexual. Sweet. And so it's just chaos. Though, chaos. Because everyone is into everyone. What is going on? <laughs> and it's just <laughs> exponentialized the amount of possible matches it could have been. But yeah, that's the show that's on my docket. That's what I want next. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I did Love is Blind oh, in the very beginning of the, the beginning pandemic. Of the pandemic. Because I sat alone in a brewery for six <laughs> hours a day selling no beer. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Watch a Love lot is of... Blind. So sorry, Sorry, boss. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't um, out myself for time theft. Just kidding. That's not what uh, it was. It was two years ago. Guys, <laughs> how are you going to prove it? This? <laughs> Who trusts what I have to say? If you believe me, that's it, that's, that's that's a moral problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did want to do a quick book minute before we're done. Is this your segment? Yes, and I haven't done I it in it. so long. So. Jordan, I bet you've seen it. It was really hot in the beginning of 2022. It's called True Biz, and it's about a deaf school. Okay. A school for deaf children. I have not seen it. <laughs> and it is so fucking good. I have cried multiple times. It's super touching. It's it's crazy what you would not consider. And I think it's so lame, but being someone so able-bodied, I rarely have the time or like situational experiences mm-hmm. to sit and think about this kind of stuff. Of course, like while we're out, we see things and it's upsetting or when you go to the airport, um, just all the like social media and TikTok has made it so much more 
on the surface, like mm-hmm. what people go through day to day. Well, the world is smaller, so you have a wider perspective. Yeah. And reading this book has been incredible. It's so good. Um, I'm probably like 20% through with it, which isn't very much. It's called True Biz also. It's called True Biz. Uh-huh. And it, it follows three storylines that are all connected. Um, it follows the like head lead of the school. It follows two of the students. It follows this young woman who was deaf from birth and they say that when if you don't learn language between the ages of one and five it's extremely hard later in life so that's the best Mm -hmm. time to become bilingual it's the best time to like learn any language really and so there's this huge thing i guess with parents who give who are who can hear who give birth to deaf deaf children who are too embarrassed to like learn sign oh. because it's like a status thing. So they just don't communicate with their child. So they do the cochlear implants. Oh, but you have to learn how to hear, mm-hmm. which is such a weird concept. Like since we are born with hearing, you have to learn how to make sense of sound mm-hmm. when you get a cochlear implant. So if you get one at five or you get one at 10 or oh you get one at gosh, 20, yeah. you have to be able to, there's so much noise going on in this room right now that we don't even pick up on Register, because yeah. it, think about being in a classroom, think about being on a bus, think about being anywhere out in public and being able to decipher between sounds that are important and that aren't. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get this experience from this young girl who got a cochlear implant around three or four but like i guess the other thing the science with cochlear implants is like a lot of them aren't great Mm -hmm. you know the success of them is like that it's such this great technology and stuff but really it's not that great your baseline is so low yeah Yeah, so it's like 50 50 and her hearing's not great she's like everything's too loud Mm. everything's and then the other thing is that the the deaf community's culture is so rich and so vibrant and so full of life that people who have deaf parents that later get the cochlear implant do not want it because they feel other than their culture and their community Mm -hmm. so there's just so much involved that like you wouldn't know about and i would say for somebody who's on the outside it's not even like they're trying to get you to understand i don't know it's so relatable even though i've never been through any of this right. no yeah it's a completely different experience but it's accessible yes and you can like yeah i would say they're not even trying to like make you feel bad about anything does that make sense like yeah. it's such an easy list i'm listening and that's to like it. such a cool way to learn someone else's experience and oh like perspectives is like through a way that is accessible and like not intimidating yes and i think that's the best way to educate someone too yes and it's centered around these two high school kids and a headmaster so it's like hmm. we've all been in high school we've all been kids like we know how hard it is already so it's like it puts these very real world experiences into a a way for you to understand someone's like different perspective in life oh it's so good it's so good i really suggest it i've been so into audiobooks i'm i read a book and i listen to a book so i'm like doing two books at once Mm -hmm. do you do it at the same time or yeah Oh, no, I thought you were reading no. a separate so book. So in a day, in a day, <laughs> I'll access both. I'm like, you're a psychopath. <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. No, like I'll go to the gym or like when I drove here, mm. I'll listen to it. So I really want to urge you guys to use Libby and like listen to more audiobooks because it's such a fucking access point. It's mm-hmm. free. You can listen all the time. I don't know. It's changed. It's totally changed everything for me. Yeah, read a book. I love it. Ugh. Read a book. Come on. It's so good. Anyways, that is my book right now. Jordan, do you have anything else for the goobs? For the goobs? Um, the no, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> happy well, to be you'll on be the show. here more, it sounds like. 
I um, look forward to it. Thank you so much for hosting me. I'm in Jordan's house of Ventura. It's so fun to travel with the podcast, by the way. Ah. I think it's nice. Oh, I have. I do have an announcement. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> okay. Um. So I starting mm, next week, maybe. Well, so this will have aired probably. Tomorrow, or I will have uh, done Friday. this. Yeah. Or it'll, oh yeah. Okay. It's airing on Friday. Okay. So on Monday the thirtieth or the following Monday. I'm going to start hosting trivia at Thompson. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, really. Okay, so now we're doing trivia at Thompson. <laughs> we're doing so, trivia at Thompson. <laughs> to be clear, Topa Topa Brewing Company, the Thompson Street location on mm-hmm. Mondays Downtown at what time? Ventura. I think we're going to start at like 6.30 or 7, but it's happening. It's real. That's and really fucking it's exciting. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> I can't wait. I I love playing trivia and I am so bad at playing trivia. Jordan told me to calm down um, the last time we were playing together. That was when we were on the same team. Yeah. Now I have the power. Um, I will scream at a teammate, <laughs> even though I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, you know, just keep an eye out. We're going to... So, based on that, does anybody want to be on my team? I will yell at you. I will be wrong. And I will be confused. And I will not give you the satisfaction of being wrong when i am <laughs> <laughs> no like, moving on next question anyways <laughs> no i'll own that too but it'll be confusing and weird mm-hmm. you'll be like you're just as passionately mad about being wrong and happy with and being okay with being wrong <laughs> in the same exact moment yes yes okay guys this is the fucking fourth episode slash only second episode this one makes it to air (laughs) oh my god please like review rate let jordan know he's amazing let us know what you want to hear about topics ideas i want to know what you think about seinfeld Ooh, mayo i feel like the friends fans are really gonna come out of the woodwork they are gonna come protect they're gonna protect um pretty strong but be gentle we're just human Uh, we're We're just human haters (laughs) (laughs) if we give it we can take it right yes 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 queen (laughs) no no anyways okay bye bye did you like that transition (laughs) so smooth so smooth (laughs) we're coming up on an hour we did we talked about spoons (laughs) so morning routine I think we've made enough fun of people. We probably don't have to do morning routine, huh? That's true. I like unhinged middle-aged women.